I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Please, it's the reunion. Please, let me have more rock. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to sexy, unique, unique podcast. podcast. Insatiable, Insatiable bitch, bitch goddesses. goddesses. Did we go into that too fast? But no, because we have a lot I mean, to cover. It is, yeah, we have a lot to cover. And it, honestly, it is what it is. And sometimes you just need to get right into it. Please let me be a reunion special. So, 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 so. <laughs> I fucking can't believe that Ricky Rathman is back in our lives again. Is that uh, even his name? I don't know. And I don't I care. I thought it was Ricky Rockland. <laughs> <laughs> Who is he? Is he that comedian? Rockland. I don't know. Who the fuck he is that ate? guy? I don't know. He's it's so... really concerning. He's the worst. He gives He's me the such... worst man. He gives me Billy Bush and the Access Hollywood bus vibes. He's Just like, like sniveling Billy little... Bush meets affliction. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't trust a man with like jet black dyed hair that's slicked back and combed. Like that... At, you're literally 45 years old. Like, your hair shouldn't look like that. I don't trust anyone who wears 
a long sleeve shirt under a t-shirt absolutely not past 2004 no if you're wearing that and you're not like just a hot heroin addict you're an untrustworthy person you need to take those shirts off yeah but yeah ricky rockland really threw me off for this whole reunion ricky and i was Rockette. ricky rockhat we'll just call him Rick, ricky rockhat ricky, ricky rockhat was feeling himself so hard he really was excited to have another job he gets hired once every year and for a rock of love reunion and he was just excited he was excited to return to the stage and he brought a lot of energy to his job so i'll give him that but he brought a terrible energy it's not the energy i want give him that too yeah and i think he was like creeping out the women uh he was creeping out everyone Name one fan of Ricky Rockhead after this was over. (laughs) (laughs) Brett loves him. He's like Brett's. Brett is like his biggest fan. Whatever the fuck, Ricky. I'm not even googling him. I I did Google. I googled Ricky. I googled Ricky Rockland and nothing came up. And I was like, well, (laughs) I'm not gonna go clarify his name. So that's enough. You go questions answered. Dale in the library. I'm checking this out. Checking this out. But Brett is seems to be obsessed with him. Yeah, Brett thinks he's, like, the funniest guy. To Brett, he's, like, a shock jock to Brett. Like, he's, like, says what's on everyone's mind, but no one will say. And Brett's, like, Fuck yeah. yeah. I just wrote, damn, he books. (laughs) I wrote, Ricky Rathbun back again. Awful. (laughs) Um, So we were assembling the whole crew, the whole team is back on one stage, minus Ambre, the winner. And... uh, BM Hive Assemble. Wait, I just have to say that they try to make the audience look really big, but there's like 12 people there. There's 12 people. It's a eclectic mix. A lot of like middle-aged mom-looking people. And, and one I was excited man. to see them. One man. One and then guy. there were three straight bros in the back, I think. At one point, it cut to like three straight bros being like, <laughs> I'd fuck her. But like, no, I don't know where they, f- they must have filmed this at like, some lot like in a backstage i don't know yeah. where they they got it was a very strange place um people seemed excited to be there though yeah well ricky rockland's like this is he's he just starts doing <laughs> some brett michaels propaganda to enter he's like this show is one of the most popular shows on vh1 i thought it was gonna say like the world which VH1 has very no. popular shows, so I he's it does mean something. But and then he was like, he sold twenty five million world records, forty top hits. Yeah, that's when I really took a step back and I was like, damn, Brett's fucking rich. But also forty, he said forty songs. I guess. Damn. I think Brett is like a huge star. I mean, I was never a poison head, so I can't speak to that. But I do. No, know, I know. You know. I know that. I know, I know those songs. Numbers. I'm yeah, nothing like, for a good selling time. 25 mm. million records when people actually bought music. It's a lot. You're rich. Yeah. No, Brett's definitely rich. But I just love but that like, Ricky's like his like his hype man. Number one fan. Yeah. Brett comes out. It was so good to see all the ladies again. Oh. Um. There's a when Brett comes out, there's like there's one of his like true groupies is like front row and she just goes, I love you, Brett Michaels. <laughs> and he's like, hey, <laughs> last scene. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> I also forgot that Jess rejected Brett on the last reunion where she was like, I think you made the wrong choice. 
Yeah, and I think like, I think you made the wrong choice. Like, and I Ricky Rock Ricky Rockette was like Bet Mangles had his heart broken, but he picked up the pieces and he got back out there. <laughs> and I was just like <laughs> Yeah, Jess. I'm sure Brett took a long, long, hard look in the mirror and had to pick up the pieces of his broken heart and get back out there. To be rejected by Yu-Gi-Oh! in front of a live <laughs> television audience is just... It's that a probably lot was to, a low point. It is a low point. Jess, yeah, I just think you made the wrong... Just, I think you made the wrong choice. And then the he goes off with... year old Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they, they, he's like, Brett, he's like... The explosion of this show is just seismic. He's like, they even did a number on SNL. And Brett was like, oh, I'm such a big fan of SNL. So I'm just really, really excited that I could be part of it. And then they go, Peyton. He's like, Peyton, what'd you think of it? Because in the SNL sketch, which I remember, they totally, <laughs> it's all about Peyton. I just want my FaceTime. <laughs> it should always be about Peyton. Let's be honest. But Peyton takes she's it in good. She's the breakout star. Yeah. She's a good sport about it. And she, she just. Goes, I was a little freaked out. I won't lie, but it's all good. She goes, I never said I want FaceTime, though. And then Ricky's like, you sure you didn't? Ricky's questioning everyone's, like, certainty. And in a really, like, rude and gaslighty way. Yeah, well, that's what he's there for. It's kind of like what they, the host on the 90 Day Fiance reunions is always, like, (laughs) She's like a total CIA like interrogator because she just breaks these people. What's her name? What like does she Robin? say? She's, have you watched one yet? No, I haven't watched. I still, I, I like stopped on the finale of Before the 90 Days. Watch and... the reunion. She's just really, okay. she's really good at going like, ooh, what do you think about that? Like, she's really good. She's <laughs> trained. Love. Um, professional. She's KGB. Um... And then we get to see our our queen, the first girl who gets her own segment. Because only if only like four of them get their own segments. The rest, you see like a bunch of people I forgot were even there. Like the girl who passed out in the first episode. Yeah, sad for her. I was sad that we didn't get to follow up with uh, Jessica. Oh, yeah. I know. Like we didn't get to hear from her. We didn't get to hear from a lot of women that I would have liked to at least just check in with. Yeah, the love witch. She uh, got Catherine. She went rock and roll, baby. Every girl when they introduced them, everyone was doing rock and roll hands. Rock and roll hands were the biggest part of the reunion. Yeah, fuck Christy Joe. I wanted a Catherine or a Jessica. Yeah, fuck Christy Joe. She's annoying. I Although think... I was kind of team Christy Joe. Like after, if you yeah. put anyone up against Ricky Rockette, it automatically makes me a fan of them. I agree with you. But Which then we do a fucked up thing to do to the to an yeah. audience. <laughs> uh, the best thing they did though is they give us an entire segment on Angelique. Yeah, Angelique Frenchie, kicking it off with Frenchie. We just I get love like her a, so much. She looks great. She we she gets like a kind of a greatest hits reel of her time there. Just all the crazy shenanigans she did. Everyone's cheering for her. People Never love Angelique. Her- Getting fully nude at Ivan's 40 deuce, taking off her panties and just like spreading her legs in front of Brett and two other women's faces. And the women were like, put that away. They were like, ew, sick. (laughs) And then like (laughs) the like dancer at 40 deuce was like, we here at Ivan Kane's 40 deuce don't actually get nude. And then Angelique is like, 
I guess I just can't keep eating my clothes. <laughs> I cannot keep my clothes on. I love her being like, look at that swimming pool. I want to fuck Brett in this pool. <laughs> yeah, that was like the I first thing she said. I want to fuck Brett so good, he won't even think about other women. I, I fucking crazy. I fuck his brains out. Um... <laughs> Angelique also is just always talking about fucking people, but has never fucked anyone on any of these shows. Like no. even on on um I Love Money season two, which if you guys are Angelique heads, you absolutely need to watch. She gets obsessed with this like 25-year-old boy, and she's always chasing him around and like throwing him on the bed and straddling him and being like, I want to fuck. It's like, don't you want to fuck? And he's literally like afraid of her. And but like kind of likes that she's flirting with him, but is really scared of her. And she just is like always offering to fuck people and they never take her up on the offer. I think her just her her brazen uh, sexuality, her brazen. Yeah, her brazen sexuality, which she's completely like has no shame and nor she should about it. Freaks it guys terrifies out. People. It's kind of like the most powerful thing you can do mm-hmm. is be an Angelique where you're just like. You present like a guy, just the, the biggest, like, just kind of slutty, but like so slutty that you just scare men. Maybe away. that's maybe that's her actual tactic. Maybe that is. Maybe that's what I need to start doing. You really protect yourself if you mm-hmm. go full Angelique. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't you want to fuck? Wouldn't don't you want to, want to fuck, fuck me? Right now? She sounds so French that she sounds German. If that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. Um. Angelique, Angelique and Aubrey get into it. Aubrey gets her little, her FaceTime in. Um, yeah, Aubrey's working hard. She calls, Angelique goes, oh, why do you even saying to me? Because Aubrey slut shames her and like just makes fun of how she looks. And uh, Angelique goes, oh, you look like a rat on crack. What <laughs> do I even want to look like you for? And then Aubrey calls Angelique a she-male, which I was yeah, like, that was rude. shut the fuck up. And then Brett's like, I... And Brett is like, I think has such gay panic and like any kind of like panic about his his sexuality or and he freaks out and he's like, oh, he goes, oh, I've seen her up close and she's she's definitely not a male. I was like, okay. he goes, she is not a she male. I was like, good. Thanks for clarifying that, Brett. Like literally all of us have basically seen her pussy as well. Yeah, it was just, uh, Brett, but Brett, like he was like trying to like play along with it, but he was clearly afraid. And I was like, yeah. fucker. Um, I love scaring. Like, I love being so overtly sexual in nature as a woman that you scare a straight man into a gay panic. Because yeah. Because you're just, like, too sexy of a woman. It's amazing. It's, it's incredible. The power. The host, evil Ricky Rackman, says, he's like, now, do you think like maybe you came on a little too hard and you should have held back? And she was like, "No, why would I want to hold back? It's just, it, this is my way. I do not hold back." And I was like, "Yes, queen." I know he was, and then he was like, "So I hear you stopped stripping." And she goes, "Yes, I stopped dancing." And then everyone starts applauding, and I was like, "Why are we, why are we applauding that?" Like she wants to, and then Ricky's like, "Yeah, that's good that you did that." And she was like, I guess she says she can't dance anymore. And she kind of talked about this, I think, on um, I Love Money because too many people knew who she was and would, like, come in and, like, get handsy with her. So I think it was, like, a security risk for her to, like, dance after a while. 
I love Angelique too coming for Aubrey and she goes, kiss my perfect Barbie ass and like shows her her ass. I love people showing you their asses on VH1 as like a fuck you was such a thing. It was. Tiffany Pollard, the queen, did it first and then everyone followed suit as they fucking should. Typical. Um, And then she goes, Brett, because I stopped dancing, I want to give you my last dance. And Brett's like, come on here. And then, but he's secretly like afraid. And he's like, no, please. And then she goes she's and like, straddles she's not him. A man. Yeah. I know she's not a man. <laughs> and then she gives him like a sensual lap dance. And then uh, that guy, whatever his face is, like stands in front of her, like, oh, we might see too much. Like, he's got to hold back. It's like everyone. Like, Ricky Rockland. Ricky Rockette. No one can handle Angelique. Mm mm. And then she, to know that she goes on to become truly a superstar is amazing. But now she's... Well, now she's <laughs> questionable, but I still hold a candle that she can figure it out. And I hope that she's maybe just trolling and doing some sort of performance art. <laughs> I want to give you my last dance, Brett. And Brett's, you just see him go, like, the, they go to commercial break and you see Brett going like this, but he's secretly like... <laughs> he's like people are gonna think i'm gay <laughs> <laughs> being with this woman like a, a like just literally the most voluptuous like over the top feminine woman he's like literally people are going to think that i'm gay and gay bash me for this straight men really straight men they have um, a lot to work out they really do next up is destiny and we get kind of a sad we got a just des- like Brett's or what the fuck is his name? Ricky Rockland's like next is a hard partying rock and roll girl. And then we get her little montage and it's just all about her like antics. And then and we get d- the final, like the most beautiful moment where Daisy and destiny are sitting there and Daisy goes, would you still be here if it were John Bon Jovi? <laughs> <laughs> and then that brought me back to a place of Bon John Jovi. Bon John Jovi. <laughs> bon Bon Jovi. And I, was happy but destiny reliving her like greatest hits was also fun because i just remembered how much i loved her we get to the montage of brett and her dad riding motorcycles through hollywood together and we it's like really sad and like we keep there's cutaways to destiny and all the a couple girls are like kind of surrounding her and she's crying and we find out that he had died like only a few weeks before from yeah. his brain cancer. So it's and Brett's crying. It actually seems like genuine. Brett's fake crying, let's be honest. And then before that, she comes out and like Ricky Rathman asks her like a really strange question or like having to like justify like she had to like justify her sexuality to him or something like that. Like and it was just weird. I can't even remember what he said. I just wrote does literally every woman have to justify her sexuality to Rath Rathman? I hate him. Yeah, they have to like they have to almost like prove to him. He's like, prove to me that you're human. Yeah. And then Destiny keeps it really real. He's Ricky is like, do you regret like not be saying that you were in love with Brett? And she goes, no, not at all. I spent two hours alone with him over the course of a month. That's incredible. <laughs> that was really good. And And she's like, I'm sorry, Brett, but you did. You were like devoting your time to like only a few of the women 
it's the truth and then brett and i like brett gets called out a few times on this on this reunion and brett and he's like he's like well you know some of them are just having more emotional needs than the others and she's like whatever doesn't bother her she's still fucking rocking yeah also she's on i love money for all you people and she's great on it too hell yeah hell yeah and then I was like cr- tearing up at the Tommy sequence. It was like, incredibly moving. And Destiny with all her girls coming down to comfort her. Peyton comes and lends her a helpful shoulder to cry on. Yeah, they're all going. And then I was reminded that her mom, when Brett said, what do you want to have to drink? Destiny's mom said, I'll have a white Russian. <laughs> <laughs> Hell She's yeah. She's a real one. I was reminded of her mom's haircut. And I really didn't. I didn't get to marinate in that because I was more focused on her late father's leopard hairline tattoos. Incredible. And so this time around, I really got to take in the mother's kind of like rocker mullet. It's like custodian hair kind of, and I was into it. But then it was nice at the end. They they put up like a, a kind of like a 2000s version of a GoFund for Destiny's family. Um, so that was sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Then Ricky, ever the gracious host, he goes, "Well, Destiny, uh, thanks for talking about that." Yeah, Brett, he or Ricky, like, did not know what to do. He was like, "I thought we came here to rock, man. That shit was when heavy." Confronted with death, he like truly shuts down. If there's Where's one thing you know about Ricky Rockette, it's that he's afraid of dying. Yeah, deeply afraid of his own mortality. Um, and then he calls Christy Joe. Oh my god. And he goes, before we start, we're probably going to need a box of Kleenex or Prozac. <laughs> Shut up. He calls Christy Joe on the stage. I love, back in the 2000s, when you'd be like, welcome our next guest, the mentally ill Christy Joe. <laughs> 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 Fucking yo-yoing and bipolar emotional roller coaster that is Christy Joe. You going to cry about it? <laughs> someone get some Prozac up Yeah, someone get some fucking pro like also Prozac. I know that also is really like that's like what I was taking at the time this came out. Insane. Love that it. would be that would just be impossible now. You would not No, you, you could be... not make a pro- you cannot make a Prozac joke now. Now the time when you actually more than ever should be making Prozac jokes because literally everyone is mentally ill is the absolute time that you have to be <laughs> totally quiet. Yeah. And just like honor someone's let them just be mentally ill without saying a word about it it's true and just like side eye someone else and like you both silently acknowledge it but god forbid you say a single breathe a single word about it to anyone else or else you're fucking done we all just have to silently put up with everyone's mental illness and shut the fuck up about it it sucks and this is coming from both of us this are mentally ill. Literally, an extre- <laughs> two extremely mentally ill people. I, mean, I can only speak for myself. I'm pretty bad. Like, yeah, I battle. I've had my battles with mental. I too am. I'm medicated as well. So, <laughs> um, Chrissy Joe comes on, and we find out that Chrissy Joe, shortly after leaving the house, got back together with her husband, who she had a restraining order against. This is a classic Christy Joe to me because she was like, she's like, well, after him seeing me on the show and realizing that I was going to separate from him, he realized that he needed to change some things. And so he wanted to get back together. And I'm like, 
you are the queen of manipulation. She knew exactly what she was doing. Like she went on the show to get her husband back. Yeah. The biggest power move you can possibly do is like, well, you're being a dick to me. Guess I'm going to go on rock of love and then we'll see how you feel. And then like go cry about it and then manipulate your ex lover into like wanting you back. Not ex lover, ex husband. Ex husband. Oh, current husband. (laughs) actually. Yeah. A strange husband. Um, (laughs) Because, we committed to six months of therapy and said, if we get through this and we want to keep going, then we'll keep going. And now we're, we're back together. We're really happy. We're trying again. But wasn't, we were told that they, Brett like was calling her after. Yeah, well, they probably did like go out. I mean, I think she used, she uses Brett strategically to get this husband back. But even then, Brett was like, Brett is under some, Brett is Svengali'd by her. Oh, yeah. He was like, he's like like, down for fucking whatever Christy Joe wants. He was like, he didn't even have anything much to say about it. He was just like, he's not even offended, really. He was like, God, you're great. (laughs) It's like, and then Daisy from the crowd, she's like, Brett, I have a question for you. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a good, which is, she had a very valid question. She goes, why were you so, so she goes Christy Joe had all this bag I can't even do it. She goes I'm just wondering like why you weren't as hard on Christy Joe as you were on me like she was fucking married and I was just like living with my ex-boyfriend. It's true. Why was he he totally like shamed Daisy too similarly mm-hmm. to Angelique. Totally. Um, I honestly think it's like an aesthetic thing. Like Daisy and Angelique are blonde with like big tits. So if you look like (laughs) Pamela Anderson, you get like more slut shamed than if you're like a brunette. Mm -hmm. Brunettes have it easy. Rathman just doesn't get it. He's like, (laughs) what? (laughs) He's like, why would you say that to Brett? He's like, so you went on the show and then... You got back together. What? And everyone in the crowd goes, oh. (laughs) He's like, so now you were going to get divorced. But then you went to compost. Wait, let me get this straight. You were going to get divorced. And then you came on the show to compete for Brett. And then you left the show and didn't get divorced. And she's like, yeah, pretty much. And he's like, what? Whoa. And then Brett, and then Brett's like, "I want to clarify something that Daisy said." He goes, "You know, yeah, I did come down hard on you, but I came down hard on Christy Joe too." He's like, "I went in on her," and he goes, and he looks in the crowd and he goes, "And I mean it." <laughs> Sick. She was like pounded her puss when the cameras weren't off, and that's what you called like going going hard on like questioning her. The only way to get to Brett's heart is to be truly completely unavailable. And then he's like, you have him wrapped around your finger. Then he's obsessed with you. Yeah. Um, we get a little, a Daisy cute little montage. Goes, oh, sorry. Oh, well, Daisy says she was like, well, I heard that the reason Christy Joe dropped out of the show was that she knew the exes were coming on. And that's why she peaced out. And I was like, yeah, she that makes just total sense. I heard. <laughs> I heard. And then Chrissy Joe goes, How would I even know that? And then someone was like, How would you fucking not know that? Like, I think everyone yeah. knew that like it was all it was happening. Yeah. I heard. 
Well, I heard. <laughs> Daisy's wearing a thousand bangles. I know Daisy. Her bangs. Fragile. She's living in a fragile place. The more she, bangles, the more like the more bangles, tenuous the more your TBD. grasp on reality is. Yeah, it's just, she's really spiraling off the face of the planet. The more bangles, the more last scene. I've had a ba- I had a period of bangles and oh, Laura. It was a it was I was about Daisy's age when I was bangling <laughs> hard. <laughs> I'm glad you're out of that phase. When, no, when you they you wear I probably wore like 20 bangles on one arm and they would just like rattle. <laughs> I was just always rattling my bangles around. I just hit I have like we have like <laughs> dick mo- remember I showed you that like dick mm-hmm. mobile art that has crocheted balls just hanging so I just hit that when I was <laughs> I love yeah Daisy's just like well I heard I was just imagining them like at a camp around a campfire well mm-hmm. I heard um, I heard that you knew Aubrey and Christy Joe. we get to Aubrey joins Christy Joe on the couch and we get to see their like friendship which is actually like really cute I'm obsessed with Aubrey's obsession with Christy Joe because I feel like I've been that girl to other girls. Like I'm the Aubrey in the in the friendship, and like Aubrey's facial expressions, are just dead. I wrote she is a barfly. She is, but we see like Christy Joe and her roommates, and they just had this like kind of like my brilliant friend kind of relationship and uh they're they just, truly little women like they their, were their love is like the greatest love story of all time the story of female friendship i love you so much and chrissy goes i love you too and then she was like Aubrey will you marry she goes will you marry you're me just, you're an amazing woman you're truly the most amazing woman i've ever met my life is so much richer with you in it you're beautiful i also just had like <laughs> I, f- I must maybe they didn't include these or these are like b-sides i don't remember some of these confessionals i think they're she, b-sides she was like yeah you know i saw christy joe i just look at christy joe and my heart just like swells i just love her so much she loves her and then there's like they're like spooning and then it ends with with her asking her she proposes and christy joe says yes aubrey goes about christy joe she goes that girl is amazing <laughs> it's sweet girls amazing just like intense friendships mm-hmm. with like mild homo eroticism but like kind of mo- like a one-sided intense friendship but it wasn't it was just they just were like they loved in, each other they just were in this insane situation yeah but brett trauma bonding and then aubrey goes uh Angel or Chrissy Joe goes, Brett, you missed out on a oh no, no, no. Angelique from the from the stands goes, Brett, you missed out on a good threesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Then Brett makes like a million threesome jokes and he's like, Oh man. And then Aubrey comes and like, I think uninvited, like comes and just plops herself next to Chrissy Joe and she goes, It's all just friendship. There's nothing sexual. And then everyone's like, ha ha. At like laughing at lesbianism and like threesomes and what could have been. Well, Chrissy Joe says that she tried to get her to have a threesome with her and Brett. Oh, really? And Aubrey was like, no, I'm not into threesomes. No, she's only into Christy Joe. But 
<laughs> yeah, like everyone just being like so just thinking it's such a joke. <laughs> and and then Brett, but you could also again see mild panic in Brett's face. Yeah, he He's, I don't he can't think handle wants, like a threesome. He can't handle two women. No. He's like I heard that if you have sex with two women, that makes you part gay. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, is it gay to have sex with two lesbians? <laughs> two women? Two, two straight women? Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. And then, and then we go into an audience uh, studio or a commercial break, and he goes, and Rock Rockettes is like, he's like, on our way out, we're going to have a performance from the one and only Peyton. And then Peyton sings a song, and she does like, <laughs> she does like a little like rodeo hop. 
Her fucking song was so good. It and was she great. Was shaking her hips like Axl Rose. I'm finding it now because we actually need to listen to it. She was like Madonna and Don't Tell Me the video. Like she she was doing like that that kind of dancing. Like she was step doing dancing. body work. Yeah, she yeah. was incredible. That move. It's good. Came out strong with confidence and gusto. Black leather, fishnets, and a peep show. We were beaten and battered in pain. We trust the snow and She's good. She's like better than Brad. Better than like Steven Tyler. She's like, Brett's like shaking because he knows world. Said no one ever. She's really fucking good. I was like, she better have opened for him. I'm sure Brett seemed like excited to see her. Yeah. I hope that she had like a songwriting career after that. I'm sorry, but being able to turn that, excuse me, a wreck of a show <laughs> into like a beautiful song takes That chorus is good. And, skill. and we rock. Brett Michaels really rocks my world. That's sexy. I want to strip to it. Black leather! I love that part. <laughs> Some of the girls we had the flattest faces, too, watching it. They were like... like Except Destiny, Destiny, was, Destiny was like... But, like, Megan... Oh, oh I'm glad like, Megan didn't oh, get woo! any airtime. Yeah, Megan doesn't deserve it. No, she's she actually, was, like, not the one. She's not. Uh, Peyton, if you're listening... Come on our podcast. Come on the pod. We love you. I wrote A Star is Fucking Born. This song slaps. Heather comes out and the crowd goes fucking wild. They bring Heather out for like a whole segment. Heather uh, and leather. Heather and leather. She comes out, everyone. And then uh, Ricky's like, hey, Brett, she might have had a bigger applause than you. And then Brett's like, no. Yeah. He's like, you take that back. <laughs> He's like, no, that's not true. And he's like, yeah, sorry, sorry, man. Sorry. That was uncool. I won't do it again. I swear. I swear. And then... They we kind of get like a, a recap of Heather's like chaotic, chaotic, presence. like shit stirring turn on on season two. Heather, I believe, is unwell, like based on her actions in season two. And then on this reunion, I was like, she is a liability, like she cannot be trusted, like 
she needs to go. Yeah. And then we get Daisy on the couch and Daisy and Heather are sitting on the same couch together, which we know is a recipe for disaster that's just brewing. Yeah. And they're asking Daisy, like we get a kind of like a montage of like Heather hates Daisy. And then we like they ask Daisy, like, what's what's the deal? Like, how do you feel now? And Daisy's like, it sucks to let your guard down and have someone reject you. And she's like, there's more to me than just like a physical connection. I don't feel like Brett like wanted to see that. And she really like brings a lot of like, she makes like real points where she's like, basically says that Brett knew that on their last date, like he wasn't going to pick her. And like, they had been like, having like hooking up and stuff like that but he knew that he wasn't going to pick her and then on the last night like they got i guess they like fully fucked that last night yeah and she feels like he kind of took advantage of her vulnerability and And i think there's some merit to that yeah and she's like you know when you saw me in the lingerie room like i she was like i tried to ask start asking you questions and you completely shut me down because you only see me as like the lingerie version I remember she always had like a list of questions. And then Heather's like, whatever, you're a fucking whore. And then Heather goes, you're a dirt whore, which is the meanest. (laughs) That is so an evil statement. So cruel. And then Daisy goes, a dirt whore. She goes, whatever, Stevie Nicks. (laughs) 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 Which was actually a great, like, really kind of elevated insult. An incredible read. And then Daisy basically is like, at least I'm like myself and I fucking keep it real. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, And Heather's like, you wish you like you tried to dress like me, which is like, no, she doesn't at all. Like, she looks very different than you have. Mm-hmm. And Daisy's like, I've been fucking dressing like this for forever. So fuck you. And then Heather gets up and straight up shoves Daisy across the stage. And then they brawl. They have a full fist fight. Heather beats Daisy's ass. Yeah. And and they added in, I think they added in like looped screaming from the, the audience because some of the screams are like blood curdling. <laughs> and and they have like they make it sound like there's like a stadium of people watching. There's only like twenty people as we know. But they're fully fighting. Like it's actually a scary fight. It was bad. Like Heather's ripping Daisy's hair out of her scalp. And, like, Ricky Rathbun's trying to get in the middle but not doing a good job of keeping them separated. Brett's, like, holding them back, too. But they're also just, like, girl fight. Yeah, they're, like, like, fucking hot. Fucking hot. Brett's probably, like, gotta be honest, kind of turned me on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta be honest. like, stop. And they drag Heather out and start escorting her out. And you hear Heather go, you always take her side. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yelling at Brett about Daisy. Heather's, this made me not like Heather. No, Heather was dead to me after this. You can't come for the queen. That was so crazy and unhinged. Also, calling someone a dirt whore is like... You're a dirt whore! Oh, yeah? Well, don't fucking act like it. You're a dirt whore. I was like... But no no read is better on this show than whatever, Stevie Nicks. (laughs) Someone had to say it. 
It's true. Because Heather's been pulling like really weird looks. Like I would have okay J-Lo'd her back yeah. in season one. And now at least someone's like saying, like speaking to the insanity that Heather brings to the table. Her like turquoise jewelry-ass vibe she's giving off. Yeah. Okay, I don't, I don't head buy scarf. It. <laughs> <laughs> nice tie on your fucking forehead. <laughs> Stevie. Okay, Stevie Nicks. Um, Nice bag and great hair. Nice bag. That was the nice bag, great hair of the whole series. Yeah, she fucking PJC'd Heather's ass. Nice bag and great hair. All right, Heather. Nice bag and great hair. Great tie on your head. (laughs) Nice head tie. Um, Then we get fucking Amber... Ombre comes out and she has straight hair, bangs, and delivers a passionless kiss to Brett. And I was <laughs> like, they are fully breaking up. It's the clock is fucking ticking. She has, yeah, I've never seen less chemistry in my life. No, it was like two planks being pushed together. Yeah. <laughs> it was like when I played Barbies and would make my Barbie doll kiss Ken or like my, my Aladdin doll. <laughs> she also has bangs for days. So many bangs. The only really positive thing to come out of this experience, as far as Amber is concerned, is that she no longer has like skunk lowlights, mm-hmm. but and she's gone like more fully blonde. And so I appreciate that. But aside from that, she's still very annoying. It's just like a weird. We find out that she, Brett was like, Yeah, you know, we're not supposed to see each other after it to lead up to this reunion. He's like, But, you know, I. I I might have snuck some in. Ew. He's like, no, Brett, no. No, man. Oh, no, you dog. You dog. This is supposed to be the first time you've seen her, but you're telling me you did another time? And Brett goes, you know I'm a rule breaker, and that's why I'm a rocker. (laughs) And I was like, good God. And then Amber's like, basically this is the most humiliating part for anyone is where she admits she's like, he did come to Chicago and he was playing a show. And so he came to see me and I did get to go backstage and basically says like Brett came to Chicago because he already had a gig there. Not like he came there to see her. He came no. there to play a show, invited her to come and then fucked her on the tour bus. And that was like the extent of them seeing each other after her being declared his rock of love. And Ricky Rockette, like, Ricky Rockette's like, he's like, did you get to experience a little bit of that backstage life? And she was like, <laughs> and then Ricky goes, did you get to do it rock star style? And then she's like laughing and then everyone laughs. And I was like, this is dystopian Requiem for a Dream talk show material. Yeah. Where you're basically like, yeah, I was Brett's slam pig in <laughs> Chicago. I was like. <laughs> yeah, he fucking he piped me down in the back of a motor vehicle. And that's when we got to see each other. And it took, she was like embarrassed, I think, a little bit embarrassed to admit it. She's a career driven woman. And they brought her on the stage and they were like, Did you get to suck that dick in any other time? And she's like, <laughs> And they're like, Yeah, I extended an invitation, like a VIP pass, so she could come backstage at one of my shows. I didn't try, I didn't try and visit her directly. I just said, Come to my show and suck my dick on the bus. 
and she did it. And it was like, oh my God, this is absolutely degrading. And then she was like, she was trying to say how he's like, Ricky's like, I mean, Amber, let's get real. Brett's around hot girls all the time. Doesn't that bother you? And she's like basically saying that they're both very busy with their careers and like they will only see each other like a few times a month. And mm-hmm. that works for her. Yeah. She's like, I'm looking for a partner. I'm looking for a lover. I'm looking for a friend. And I really think, you know, we're dating right now. And we're going to see how it goes. to see where it goes. And I was like, AK, nothing. And then Brett goes, I'm horny. (laughs) (laughs) And then Rathman's like, so Amber, like you saw a lot of hot girls around. Like, how do you feel about that? And she goes, well, it kind of turned me on. (laughs) And then Big John comes to Big John. He's laughing. He's like, ha, ha, ha. And boy. And Brett, and then Brett points at him, and they're laughing, and then Amber goes, "Woo!" <laughs> and I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> Chaos rings. She goes, "Woo!" and did like the rocker hands, and I was like, "She's this completely is- broken. She's, she's fully she's broken. Fully I'm brainwashed." Like, been reduced to just like a true poor piece of meat and you don't even realize it you're like celebrating it and in retrospect you're gonna walk away and in 24 hours all this will wear off and you'll be like wow i just literally admitted to being like a blow-up doll on a bus and then you're gonna be like damn honestly kind of turned me on <laughs> she is it kind of turned me on <laughs> big chunks yeah! And Brett goes, Wah! and she goes, Woo! <laughs> Woo! It's like, what is truly happening right now? She like, she was like, she um, got caught up. Amber in like <laughs> totally caught up in some kind of some moment that she didn't quite understand or want to be part of, but she she got like. Amber just fully, I think, like left her body in this moment because she was like, wow, like I, I'm actually from like a very like loving family and like a close knit family. And like my dad and mom are going to see. My dad's watching this. Yeah. My dad and mom are like watching at home. Like and they're going to see me hands. like know that I got fucked in the bathroom. Like I went onto a butt, like my boyfriend, my quote unquote boyfriend, the guy I was dating who called me his rock of love, just invited me, said he would leave a ticket at will call for me to show up to his show. And I like went backstage and he invited me not to like dinner or like a hotel or even like whisked me out for a night on the town, but to walk about 50 feet over to behind a building where the buses are parked and the tour. I came on the bus and he bent me over and sucked <laughs> me like a piece of meat. And that's the time that we saw each other after he declared me to be his love on this TV show. Woo! Woo! <laughs> and then after, and then like as Brett and Big John are like, to each other it cut to the three straight guys sitting in the back of the audience and they're all like high-fiving and i was like this is literally a male celebration straight guy hell straight hetero hell where they win again they always win they will (laughs) at the end of the day they always win 
they're waiting for that moment where it was like there was like a satanic contract amidst the straight men in this audience where it was like will we totally degrade this career woman's self who came out of like a second act she's like a little bit older than the rest she's like fully self-possessed like can we break her down and reduce her to a literal hole? And they're like, I don't know if we can do it. And then they're like, I think we can. And they're like, we can and we must. All right, let's go out there. Break. And then they go out. They did it. And then they all, you see the moment that they're like, Whoa! and they like fully did it. They all go, hole. Hole. Are you ready? Oh, did you see that fucking hole? Yeah. And they like literally just like go into a place of a hole with each other. Yeah. Hole. The, the bros in the back were the ones the icing on the fucking cake. Yeah. Where they're just like, hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, straight up fucked her on a butt. She did hole. it, man. And then and, and it just it just ends with Amber going, And then Ricky goes, what do you think, Amber? Do you, after all this, do you still want to be his rock of love? Like, basically taunting her. And she, and goes, she goes, I sure do. I sure do. And then he goes, what about you, Brett? And Brett goes, absolutely. <laughs> like, <laughs> liar. And then they have the most awkward hug where it's not even a romantic. It's, like, kind of like a side hug where she, like, lays across his arm. And, and he's, like, like, he's, like, whispering things to her. And she's like going, <laughs> like she looks a little uncomfortable. He's like, "You're my <laughs> slam pig for life." You know that. <laughs> and she, <laughs> literally, the show. You're my like SP for these, life. My SP, my sweet SP. <laughs> Remember that bus right behind the dumpster? Just how I like it. You loved it, didn't you? And she's like, "What?" He goes, come on, give me a little woo. Give me a little woo. Give me a goes, little woo for daddy. She goes, woo. Woo. <laughs> he goes, you can do better than that. She's like, woo. <laughs> come on. Come on. Give me one of them little woos. I feel so deeply yeah, saddened for like every woman on this <laughs> show. <laughs> never... You're my bus slam pig. Aren't you? Oh, no. <laughs> BSP. Oh my god, it's disgusting. It's literally it's like so it, it was like fucking like. I felt like every time they said something, their faces were like this close to my face. You like that, Amber? Yeah, no. They truly had turned into like a satanic Rosemary's Baby esque celebration of straight men, like just laughing at like how much like ab about like Brett getting it in one time on like on the low. Ha, 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 ha. You know I love to break the rules, and that's why I'm a rocker. Okay. Yeah. It's shocking, but also like deeply satisfying it makes me both happy and sad and that's just ultimately what i look for in these types of programs yeah feeling complete desolation but also but closer to like closer to truth than i've ever been before yeah
It's important. <sighs> I also just love just Aubrey's entire body language during this whole reunion, except when she was on the stage living her best life with Christy Joe. Her one true love was true barfly energy, just like slumped over at that high top, just being like. <laughs> that was me. Her facial expression. She was me when I was like in full alcoholic downfall at the bar. Hey! Hey! Can I get a whiskey? Neat. <laughs> yeah, I'll, have a, I'll have a goose island and a, make a, and a shot of whiskey. Pickleback. Pickleback, please. I can't even conceive. <laughs> I'll have a oh the tecate and a, a shot of tequila. Oof. Hey, hey, what's up? This <laughs> would rip me apart right now. Yeah. Um, and then it, on to the next. Yeah, I Obviously, wonder how this did didn't they work even out. like? Yeah, I wonder if season three. I guess we're going to find out. Well, guys, get ready. We're doing season three of The Bus Life. Speaking of bus. Speaking of buses, we're going to go straight to Slam Pig Central and get on that fucking (laughs) microbe-covered bus and see what it has in store for us. I assume that just when you think it can't get any more degrading, I think we go into like the greatest depths of hell we've ever known. Amoeba central. Like I did not. And me, me being like a true fan, it just shows that even the best in its heyday was too much for me to handle. Cause I did not watch season three of rock of love, but now we're going to visit it with for the first time ever. And it's going to be, incredible yeah guys tune in next week we're gonna start our 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 tour starts here our descent into our yeah our tour place beyond hell the place beyond the pines the place beyond the pine saw that they need to use to like (laughs) clean up the floor the sticky floors of that cum covered bus get the black light going yeah well guys this was a great journey but it's not over yet so stay tuned and stay tuned you can Subscribe to the Patreon. Check yeah, out bonus join episodes. Yeah, for bonus episodes. Patreon.com slash podcast. We do reader mail based on like DMs that we get there. So if you're a patron, you can DM us. Um, it's the number one subhead community. Yeah, write in any thoughts or feelings about this final reunion or just the season on a whole. What you hope to gain. <laughs> what, you lost. what you lost what you lost what you've lost along the way and just know that we've we too have lost yeah so we're have in you this ever together. been a bus slam pig yeah yeah we've all had our moments everyone's had our moment and you can follow laura at lars marie on twitter and instagram you can follow carrie at ecario but yeah we'll do we'll we'll meet you we'll see you back at the bus stop next week Get your bags packed, pack light. Get your bags packed and yeah, pack light and bring some extra wipes because you're <laughs> going to need them. <laughs> and no, no a flush, lot of fiber. No number twos, no number twos on the fucking bus. Yeah. You better hope you gotta that there's a bus You got to drop a deuce, stop. you got to pull over. <laughs> That's life, baby. That's, That's tour life, baby. That's tour life, baby. <laughs> um, uh, guys, love and light. Love and light, guys. Bye. Bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.